Are we on? Okay. Of course. <laughs> okay, good evening. It's Tuesday, February 12th, and this is the City of Petaluma Planning Commission meeting, and we'll start with um, the roll call, please. Abercrombie? Elias? I'm here. Harry's? Present. Johnson? Here. Miller? Here. Pierre? Here. And Wolpert? Thank you. Um, approval minutes is next, and I do believe we have a quorum um, to take that vote for the November 13th uh, meeting minutes. Is there a motion for that? Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? Abstain. Okay. I think that we've got four votes, so we should be able to approve that. Thanks. Okay, so the next agenda item is public comment. So this is public comment for items that are not on the agenda that are within the City of Petaluma Planning Commission purview. If there's any public comments? Okay. Um, and just as a reminder for public comment on items on the agenda, you'll need to fill out a speaker card in the back on the back table and bring it over here um, before you speak. Okay, correspondence? No correspondence. Managers? And I don't, I don't have anything specific to report. Okay. Like, oh yeah, which I'm. All right. I'm. I don't have anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, item number six, commissioner and liaison report. So, council member Miller. Um, okay. So, with respect to the council and what's going on with the council, um, we held a goal planning session on uh, February 2nd with all the council members, the city manager and the department heads. That was an all day, uh, all day meeting at the uh, community center. Um, and as a new council member, that was um, very enlightening for me and I uh, really appreciated the opportunity to participate in that. Uh, we had a regular meeting on uh, February 4th and there was lots of discussion on the massage therapist ordinance and that's being revised and we'll come back to council at a later date. And then we had a special meeting last night which was a budget meeting and um, I'm happy to report that our general fund reserve is up to $1.4 million which represents a substantial improvement um, from last year but we still have a lot of work left to do on the budget. And our next uh, regular meeting will be on February 25th and that's it. Thank you. Can I ask a question about regarding the massage ordinance? So we had tabled that at the Planning Commission as far as modifying the ISO, and so one, we're going to see that again once the council resolves. Right. What the okay. council is looking at is not part of the zoning right. code. But so they would do that, and then that would give some direction on the items that the commission okay. had concerns about. Thank you. Um, Commissioner Elias, the tree committee, anything to report? Okay, and then you attended PBAC? No. no? Okay. Okay, so we'll wait for that. And anything from SMART? Uh, yes, the uh, final draft plan um, for the SMART rail station, area station, has been um, let. Um, the um, Citizens Advisory Committee is going to meet on February 21st. That would be the first opportunity for the public to attend that meeting. There's always been uh, chairs available for the public at the uh, Citizens Advisory Committee. On March 26th, uh, that final draft plan will come to the Planning Commission. 
and uh, either April or May it will uh, or should end up uh, being reviewed by City Council so it's closing in okay we've got a lot to review so we do thank you okay is there anything else okay moving on to item number seven public hearing this is um, regarding an application for determination of public convenience or necessity for BevMo for issuance of an ABC type 21 license and type 22 license and a CUP is also being requested for alcohol beverage um, we'll have a staff report thank you thank you Again, as uh, Commissioner Chair said, this is for BevMo for a determination of public convenience and necessity and conditional use permit for um, uh, the BevMo, which is going in the East Washington Place Shopping Center. Um, the BevMo is under construction now. Uh, this here is an aerial view of the subject property. Again, it's the East Washington Place Shopping Center, so where the big star is, that's where the center is. The Highway 101 corridor goes along the backside of the um, shopping center. East Washington places along the north side of the property and Kenilworth Drive would be here on the west side uh, of the property. Um, here's a site plan of the uh, East Washington Place Shopping Center. Um, the proposed BevMo is going down in the south end of the property along Kenilworth Drive down here. Um, we've got the target in here. We have Sprouts uh, Farmer's Market going in here and also Dick's Sporting Goods Store. And then over here is the swim, Petaluma Swim Center, which is approximately about a, a thousand feet or more from the um, BevMo that's under construction. Um, the applicant, again, is requesting a determination be made and the findings forwarded to the ABC uh, for the public, and con public convenience and necessity. Um, they are asking for a type 21 license uh, which is off sale um, which would authorize the sale of beer wine and liquor for consumption off the premises um, they are also requesting an ABC uh, type 42 license um, to allow um, beer and wine tastings to occur on the property a conditional use permit is also required um, for an alcoholic beverage establishment uh, to allow for the beer and wine tastings on the property um, the on-site tastings would occur within a designated area of the store. Um, in your packets, you had a floor plan that showed the area um, of where the tastings would be um, allowed. Uh, those would be cordoned off when the tastings occurred, um, and it's approximately 250 square feet in area. The tastings are limited to the beer and wine only. Um, they are also required through ABC to limit the number of tastings as well as the size of tastings. So it's one ounce per tasting and no more than eight tastings per customer are allowed. Um, and the tastings will be li limited to Fridays between the hours of 3 and 7 and Saturdays between 12 and 4. And they will also have some occasional uh, weekend um, or weekday evening tastings uh, for special events or holidays. Um, the public convenience and necessity is an undue concentration of facilities within a, within a specific census tract. Um, it's ABC that makes this determination as to the number of uh, licenses within that pop population in the census tract. Um, and it's state law that requires the, to the city to determine whether or not public convenience or necessity, um, those, fi those findings can be made. Um, in reviewing the information from ABC, which I also provided to you in your packets um, with regards to the license type, 
Um, ABC ratio is, allows for seven licenses for the Type 42 licenses in the census tract. 22 licenses, however, do exist. For the Type 21 license, for the on-sale license in the census tract, um, eight are allowed and 61 or 66 exist. You have to keep in mind, too, that those types of licenses um, do include such uses as restaurants and bars. Um, and the census tract is rather wide. Um, it goes from Redwood Highway and Washington Street on the north corner to Howard Street and Sunny Slope Avenue. So again, it encompasses quite a, quite a range of area. The general plan land use designation for the property is mixed use, and the zoning designation is MU1B, which is also a mixed use designation. Uh, general retail, uh, the liquor store, uh, which BevMo is, is a permitted use. Um, but again, the um, use qualifies as an alcoholic beverage establishment um, due to the on-site um, tasting component um, and then necessitates the issuance of a conditional use permit. Um, the sale of alcoholic beverages in the retail store will provide a convenience to the general public and contribute to a mix of uses within that mixed use area. Uh, the retail sale of alcoholic beverages for on-site, off-site consumption is critical, um, of course, to BevMo for the vitality of their business. Uh, the beer and wine is considered to be ancillary, um, you know, secondary to the principal use, um, which again is for first and foremost a uh, retail use. Uh, police and fire have reviewed the uh, request for the public convenience and necessity. Um, both police and fire um, do not see any issues with um, being nuisances based on the operating hours, the location, the, and the proximity to other licensed establishments, and because of their operational procedures. Um, again, they have to abide by strict um, rules through the ABC with, again, uh, having the section cordoned off. They're, allowing so many tastings, making sure no one under 21 is in those areas as well too. So there are a number of rules through ABC that they have to abide by. Um, the alcoholic beverage establishment um, staff finds that it's consistent with the requirements of the implementing zoning ordinance and specific conditions were um, required as part of the findings and conditions in the resolution um, to make sure that the operating characteristics are within those um, requirements of that um, alcoholic beverage establishment. Um, for secret purposes, uh, an EIR was prepared for the East Washington Place Shopping Center as a whole. Um, that document was certified by the council in February of 2010. Um, given that wine and beer tasting does not represent a substantial change to that environmental document, um, and it didn't re doesn't require major revisions, um, staff feels that no additional CEQA analysis is required because of that. Uh, the project was publicly noticed. Uh, it was mailed to property owners and occupants within 500 feet. Uh, it was also published in the Argus Courier at the writing of the staff report. And, and as of tonight, staff is not aware that there are any concerns. I do note that there are people in the audience, so maybe we have some public comment. But I did not receive any written concerns regarding the CEP or the PCN. Uh, staff is recommending that the commission adopt the resolution making the de determination for the public convenience or necessity uh, for the ABC Type 21 license, which would allow for the off-site consumption or off-site sale, um, and the ABC Type 42 license, which would allow for the beer and wine tastings to occur um, occasionally. 
Staff has also um, included uh, for the commission and a resolution to adopt for the conditional use permit for the alcoholic beverage establishment. Uh, and it's based on the findings in the staff report um, and as noted um, tonight. Are there any questions? Commissioner Wolpert? It's, it's kind of hard to say because I don't know who all of the tenants will be. I would assume that Target typically sells al alcohol, so I would assume that they would. Um, but I don't know. I, I, haven't, I haven't spoken to anybody, but I would assume that would have to come through um, for a PCN as well. Um, I'm not aware of any other restaurants that are going in there at this, at this time. So again, I don't have a list, but there potentially could be others. We approve sprouts, which has a small percentage of beer and wine sales. Correct. So, I mean, I, I can see this possibly being awkward down the road. Thank you. <laughs> if if we um, approve this and sprouts and Target being the big anchor, uh, if they come in last and we decide that suddenly there's uh, enough alcohol being sold in this specific area, I mean, it seems awkward to deal with these one at a time. I, I believe that's true, but again, um, I don't know that there's any way to force all of them to come in at one time for their PCNs. Um, it's a little bit diffi difficult to kind of regulate. Do, does the city have um, or has there been any discussion about how many liquor stores would be allowed in this center? Not that I'm aware of, no. Madam Chair, um, I believe we did um, ask Regency to consider, you know, looking at it a little more holistically. A PCN has to be, as I understand it, a PCN has to be issued for each license. So it's not like we can do one PCN for the center and say, okay, a maximum of four or what what have you um, I believe we did talk to Regency about considering grouping them but because their tenancy and their leases are coming up at different times those tenants are deciding to come forward at different times and we don't have anything that says we can't we can't process them until we have them all for that center so we're processing them as we receive them I understand all this. It just seems like um, if we if we decide after we've approved three liquor stores for the center uh, that that's enough, and there's a fourth one that comes in. It happens to be the anchor tenant or somebody else. It seems like it would be difficult. Mm -hmm. Anyway, thank you. I was just curious, Commissioner Harris. Given the approval of the 360 church at our last meeting, I'm wondering the proximity of that. Is that 500 feet or less? That's, I would assume, more than 500 feet. I, okay. I don't know the distance, but it's got to be more than 500 feet. Okay. Thank you. I'm thinking going forward, if we can just factor that in as we did with the pool, 
just for, uh, you know, since it is a sensitive receptor. So thank you. Commissioner Life. Thank you, <coughs> Commissioner Wolpe, for bringing that up, that point about other licenses, because it was something that was on my mind as well. And it, along with that question and how it was handled here, um, is there any, let's see, how to, how to, how to make this clear? I'm anticipating that there will be other potential tenants at this shopping center that may want a type of license to sell or give out alcohol. And if <clears throat> we're way over the tipping point of numbers of licenses overall in the city anyway, so I don't see that as a problem. But what, I, what I'm kind of trying to anticipate here is perhaps a non-competition language in, in leases, which we have no control over, but, and that's, that's the developer's business, how they, how they want to do that. But I don't want to feel uh, restricted here in, in, at this body. Uh, from being able to review other tenants who may want to do a similar business at that development, I don't want I don't want our uh, whatever our decision is on this tonight to preclude any, anybody else from being able to do that as well. And uh, is there some way that we can uh, structure what we do so that that doesn't happen? I mean, we don't know who's going to be coming, like you said. We do know there's a Sprouts going in there. Right. And like <clears throat> Commissioner Wolper said, eventually Target. And they may want to have a liquor license of some type. Um, I just don't want to see any restrictions on that. I don't want to see it limited. So how, do, how can we handle this to preempt that from happening? Or is there a way of doing that? Yes, please. Uh, thank you, uh, Madam Chair and Commissioners. Each PCN is considered on its own merits, and that is how the ABC system works. That's how the city code works. So in the context of reviewing this particular PCN, um, nothing is asked of you other than to determine whether this use is necessary for the public convenience and necessity. Now, different types of uses in the center may have different reasons for serving alcohol, such as restaurant use, Target, and other tenants we don't yet know about. But each of those will come before you if, the, if as a licensee with the ABC, they need a certificate of convenience and necessity. So you will, under the current legislative system and under the current ABC regulations, uh, be entitled to consider each one as it comes up. May I fill up on that, please? Pardon me? Do, do you mind if I follow up on that oh, with sure. a question? Sorry, just as we're on this topic. So um, let's say, hypothetically, that we decide that we would like to see them all at once. Could we theoretically deny the PCNCUP for tonight and, f and basically deny them until we know that there's close to 100% you know, known leases out there? Or in, in other words, 
you said, you know, each one's on its own merits, and that's what kind of triggered this thought for me that if we denied one, but we were really just intending for it to come back as, you know, trying to force it into more of a package, um, are we allowed to re-review re it, or is there anything in the legislation that says once the body's denied it that it has to wait some amount of time or anything like that? Sorry to put you on the spot with a random um, I could um, do more research on that, but on first blush, I don't believe that's one of the factors that is available for consideration. In other words, okay. when you're looking at an application, you're looking at an application and the commission only has jurisdiction to act on applications before it and to use that kind of a basis for denial is not something I believe is encompassed in the city's code but um, right. if you want more research done on that we could certainly do it. Well we'll see how tonight goes. And I, you've got a copy of the uh, PCN resolution in your packet so if you know if you were to deny it you would need to make one of these findings for why you are denying it. Right. We could table it and just <clears throat> not make a decision. Right, or find that it, we are not, or find that it's uncertain whether it's ne necessary until right. we have the full scope of the project in front of us. Madam Chair, uh, honestly, I, I think that would be problematic because okay. just in terms of having the information that's required by the, yeah. the statute before you. Okay. Okay. In other words, you'd be creating new requirements, <coughs> I believe. Okay. No. Yes. Um, I appreciate the the um, comment and explanation about us reviewing this PCN for this applicant at this time. And what I, what what I think we're struggling with here a little bit is the possibility and it may be a very remote possibility may, there may be no possibility in fact of of there being any kind of a monopoly situation happening in this development because a tenant already has that PCN in place and the developer who owns the property is just choosing not to look at other p potential tenants that may want to do the same thing I don't think it's fair to anybody out there in the public who may want to take up tenancy there to not be able to have that opportunity as well. Is, you understand what I'm saying? Is that, am I making that clear? That the public in general should be able to go to that developer for a space and say, I want to put in a liquor store or I want to put in a wine tasting room. And it should be, they, they, have, they should have the right to bring it to the city and apply for it without being preempted by the fact that there's already licenses that have been uh, approved for uh, for that development within that project. I don't, I don't know, is there some way we can do that? Is there some way we can keep that part open? We, we were already told there's no limit. Yeah, we, there's no limit at, at the jurisdictional level. No, within the development. Within the development? Mm-hmm. There's no limit until we say there is. I think that's what most of us are struggling with right now. I'm not, I agree with what Dennis is saying. I think if we're gonna start ruling on projects based on what ifs, might be's, could be in the near future, <coughs> could be in the far future, I think we make it awful difficult on both applicants and even ourselves. I mean, so what you're saying is, well, we could approve you, but it's possible there'll be 
two more liquor stores there. So therefore, we're going to table you till we find out if the two more liquor stores come in. Right. And then if we do, we might not let you build what I think you're already building, by the way. But anyway, we might let you in then or we might refuse you then. I don't, I don't see how we could function in that capacity. Granted, shopping centers are different than individual applicants, but I'd hate to see us say, oh, can't approve you right now. Gotta see if there's three more of you. That could take years. Okay, I, I wanna make sure we stay on questions, okay. but this is a good okay. discussion that will continue as soon as we're done with public comment. And Councilmember Miller did. Yes, I actually have a question about the project. Um, the occasional weekday tastings, do we have a, a handle on how many we're talking about approximately? You mean like per month? Or? Yeah. It just seems awfully, that seems awfully va vague to me. Checking the conditions. Mm -hmm. It's limited by the hours. Friday and Saturday. Uh, no, but we can we can add something. Um, again, it says uh, uh, they'd be on Fridays and Saturdays, and then uh, again special days. So most Fridays and Saturdays, I would assume. But again, if the commission yeah, it's not the Fridays and Saturdays that concern me. It's the occasional weekday tastings and and how sort of nebulous that is. So I'd so really like to see. I think more definition around at least that portion, and I, I guess I've kind of segued into a comment on it, but, um, but that was a question that I had. Um, and then another question that I had, and um, it's more just sort of for the edification of the people in the audience and also the people watching, is you did provide with the packet all the um, off-sale licenses and um, on-sale licenses in the area. Um, if you do you have any sort of slide where you can show people what a really large area it is I mean it seems to encompass a lot of the the um, major corridor kind of of town I don't have a slide I just have this map here that I okay have in my file so um, can you kind of go through the boundaries of it so people get a get an idea of how um, what a what a big area it is if that slide's going to help or not. Um. Madam Chair. Yes. Chair Lice. Um, <clears throat> regarding that question, in the, in the staff report on page three, and I think this is going to answer to the question under public convenience and necessity, it does give the boundaries of the census tract uh, down on the, about the fifth line from the bottom, it starts there. Yeah, from Redwood Highway uh, and Washington Street on the north corner to all the way up to Howard and then over to Sunny Slope Ave Avenue. Um, Mike, can you maybe help with the census tract? Um, Mm -hmm. Can you speak to the mic, please? 
it's difficult to actually just draw it out on that size map because it does make some jogs down around uh, B Street, I think, and 6th Street. It kind of covers up. But it is a very, very large uh, census tract area. We don't have any control over that, obviously. Uh, and the primary concentration, it encompasses the entire downtown and all the restaurants, bars, uh, on and off sale in the downtown area. And that's the highest concentration for that uh, census tract. And when you're looking at the census tract itself and the licenses, uh, there are far fewer in this area of that census tract. I don't know if that helps, but it's difficult to draw you uh, that map in this from this spot. Thank you. That does help. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. Are there any other questions, yes. Commissioner Elias? Yeah. Uh, regarding the um, <laughs> the other point that was brought up in my notes, it had to do with the def the you know clarifying, getting some clarification about special events. Um, if we can focus in on that a little bit further, the Fridays and Saturdays I understand, but there's a reference in the uh, resolution on the um, I think it's attachment B. Um, it's actually page 14 down at the bottom where it says um, hours of operation proposed for the store 9 to 10 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. Sundays and then through Saturday which is consistent with the compatible and then on the last line it talks about in addition the hours of for the beer and wine tastings will be limited to specific days or hours days slash hours as conditioned is right. that referencing that then that's going back to what is said in the staff report well it's going to that condition um, number three in the uh, conditions of approval for the conditional use permit that uh, council member Miller was referring to that she'd like a little bit more tightening up on um, condition number three that talks about um, on the CUP uh, right mm -hmm. okay and it talks about again about Fridays and Saturdays and those hours um, and then it mentions special events uh, the applicant is also here too that maybe could speak to special events uh, in a little bit more detail as well and then what the applicant brings forward here now would that be incorporated then into this we, we can inc incorporate it again if the Commission okay. desires and okay. wants some additional conditions yes okay mm -hmm. I, I do have one um, Oh, I'm sorry. Nope. Please yeah, there was finish. one other. There was one other item that I'd like to have some discussion around, if it's necessary. But on the um, uh, item number 20 in the CUP, it talks about a 90 days for uh, an employee to be qual to be to have the uh, training that they need. And I was wondering if we could shorten that up to 60 days. I assume that is a condition by ABC, um, but again, the applicant may be able to speak okay. to that as well. Okay. It's actually coming um, directly from Chapter 8 of the Implementing Zoning Ordinance. Um, oh, that's right. Okay, well, that's what yeah. the ordinance says. You're right. That's what our ordinance says is mm -hmm. a, a general requirement for any of these CUPs, so it's kind of a... Well, okay, a, and I'm asking if we could do it in a shorter period of time, because this is going to be... The way I'm anticipating this store is going to be very well attended. There's going to be a lot of use of this store. It's a BevMo. A lot of people use Bev, go to BevMo. And I think the employees there should, should be trained in what they're going to be doing in a shorter time period, if that's possible. I'd like to see okay, that. Okay, let's wait for that. Let's, have, let's see how the discussion. Yeah. Um, 
The only question I have is in the attachment C, which was BevMo's um, description of the project on page two. Mm-hmm. There's reference to BevMo having 10 assigned parking spaces. That wasn't, it was not mentioned in the staff report. Uh, I assume that's something between, you know, the, the tenant and the property owner. Um, it's not a requirement from the city. Uh, and it's not any a condition of approval that was in there. So again, it's between. It, it wasn't a condition of approval for Regency because I thought we were it, it, okay. It might have been a condition of approval of the overall project, but yeah. not a condition as right. far as this conditional use permit. Okay. Okay. Well, um, I think we will need to look into that because I do believe we had discussions about the reduced parking and that they could not. Okay, yeah. we we can look into that okay. separately from this. And yeah, with the, it is separate than this, yeah. but yeah, okay. It might be what's what they've how they've structured their leasing is what I'm guessing. Right. So we'll look into that. Okay. Thank you. Okay, I think we're ready for the applicant. Good evening, Planning Commissioners. My name is Liz Ninovich. I'm the Licensing and Permit Entitlement Specialist for Bevmo, and. Um, I appreciate your conversation about the PCN requirement. It's something that does come up in almost every jurisdiction that we enter because there's almost always an over-concentration of licenses um, because it is based on the population in the census tract. And then as you can imagine, zoning pushes alcohol use into certain areas and those areas become over-concentrated. Um, and it's often the case that our on sale is over-concentrated because of restaurants. They have the same, um, on-sale license and it's grouped by off and on-sale license um, it may be helpful for the city attorney um, there was a comment about extending or continuing this discussion um, until you have more information about other tenants um, this issue came up actually in another jurisdiction and I haven't had a chance to research it but um, they had researched it and found that there's a 90-day limit for a jurisdiction to make a decision once we've submitted the application Otherwise, and if there's no decision, the ABC has the authority to issue the license. I don't know if that's the case, but it may be helpful as a starting point for you. That is the case if there is no action taken on the application. <clears throat> also, in terms of a PCN determination, some cities, some counties find it helpful to consider the PCN um, along the frame of mind of what does this license add, what does this particular licensee add to the census tract because not all 21s are the same. A target with a type 21 would not be the same as a BevMo. They've got a limited selection of brands, um, whereas BevMo has a very wide selection of beer, wine, and spirits. Um, we have a different store. I don't know how many of you have been to BevMo, but it's um, very specialized. We've got level one sommeliers in all of our stores. Sometimes we have a level two. So there's an educational component when the customer comes in to shop. Um, you're not going to find that at a Target. Uh, same with Sprouts. They have a type 20 for beer and wine and their type of store is also different from a Save Mart or Safeway or Lucky's. Um, it's a different kind of use, a different kind of feel and the same is true for BevMo with a type 21. Um, so I thought that I'd just add that in there. We've for a different kind of store than what you find at Target. So there's not necessarily um, a competition issue for us, um, although there are sometimes exclusives in the lease. I think that's maybe what you were referring to with the competition issue in leases. Um, I wanted to address your tasting question. 
We do sometimes have weekday tastings. For example, this week we have a Valentine's Day beer tasting. I think it's actually tomorrow night. Um, our weekday tastings are very unusual. I think that's the first of the year for us. Um, and I, we would be willing to, I think, limit the weekday tastings to 10 per year, maybe 12 per year, but it's, it's really unusual. We don't do it every week and not even every month, I don't think. Um, I wanted to add that in addition to the strict regulations the ABC imposes on all licensees, we go above and beyond what they require. For example, we don't actually even allow minors in the store unless they're accompanied by an adult and we follow that regulation. We put signage at the front door that states that. Um, we card anyone who looks like they're under 50. Um, we use the card scanning machines, so it's almost foolproof that if somebody's under 21, the screen pops up and says, you know, age 19. So it's, it's really hard to ignore that. Um, and we can also keep records of the, all of those scans that come in. We also have our own decoy shopping program. I know police departments and the ABC does a decoy program to make sure that we're carding people who look like they're under 21 or under 30. Um, we secret shop our own stores one at least once a month in every store, sometimes depending on the area, twice a month. That's something not a lot of retailers do. And we don't employ anybody under the age of 21. That tends to help, you know, having your 18-year-old friend who works at BevMo buy beer for you on the weekend or you know, let you buy beer without showing ID. So it's something we take very, very, very seriously. We also don't sell products of abuse. We don't sell cigarettes. We don't sell malt liquors. We don't sell the low price screw top fortified wines. And um, you're not gonna find, um, you know, the singles of Bud Light anywhere in our store because we don't sell domestic singles of anything. So those are some of our um, policies that really go above and beyond what the ABC requires and go above and beyond what a lot of other alcohol retailers um, impose on themselves. Let's see. Oh, there was a question about training. It's our store policy to train all of our employees um, before they start their shift. I know there is a requirement in the city for RSB training and I talked to the health consor consortium about that and if that's the requirement, we're willing to comply with that and I'm sure that we would be willing to even beat 60 days. So if you have any further questions, I'm happy to answer them. Questions for the applicant? Okay. I Actually, I have a question. Sure. Um, so are you, you've said 10 a year tops for the kind of more special tastings, but what about for Friday, Saturday? Is that every Friday and Saturday? Every Friday and Saturday for about three to four hours each day. Fridays yeah. is beer tasting, Saturday is wine tasting. Okay. Commissioner Lies. That was that wasn't the question that I was going to be asking, but could, if I may just focus a little more on the special events. You mentioned the holidays, like a Valentine's Day, the beer tasting. Are these special events? Um, are they defined by the holidays? Because if they are, then we could we could look at it that way and say, like, we know the holidays are potentials for special events. Are there days other than the holidays? Um, last year we did like a tax day beer tasting to celebrate tax, the tax season. So it, oh, yeah. it varies during the year and you know if there's something really special going on we might have a special event during the week like I don't know. Well okay so so historically you have you have a, uh, a list of the types of events special events that you do. Mm -hmm. And some of our stores do have conditions that limit it to specific holidays 
and I think one of them gives a little more flexibility. It lists the holidays that we're allowed to have the extra tasting and then says in two more tastings throughout the year, but not to exceed. So other than the Fridays and Saturdays, how many special events do you have during the year? I would about not more than mm -hmm. 10, I would say. Okay, so we could use a number. We can say, okay, there will be no, there would be special events. You can put them in any way you want in the year, and there will be no more than a dozen, mm -hmm. right? We yeah. can say, would that be, would that be reasonable? I, I think that would be reasonable, considering Valentine's Day. I think it's our first one of this year. That's we're averaging one every two months for special occasion tasting. Uh -huh. So uh -huh. that would probably. So be I mean, without 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 putting you know a, a tight rope around it, was, is twelve days enough? Yeah, I think for so. For special events. So, and, and you can put them wherever you want. <laughs> okay. So, if that's, if, I mean, is the, is the commission okay with that kind of an idea? We we'll find out in. during our discussion. Hmm? I said we'll find out. Okay. Um, are there any other questions for the applicant? Okay, we'll open it up to public hearing. Um, <coughs> I have one public speaker card. If there's anyone else who'd like to speak, please be sure to fill out a speaker card. Um, so, we'll open up public hearing. And this is for um, Vikram Badhan. Did I say that correctly? Close enough. Okay. Uh, good evening. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, I own the Willoughby's Wines and Spirits. I was here about two years ago uh, going through the same thing uh, what uh, Bembo is going through. And it's uh, kind of amazing to see how the times have changed. Uh, mm. What I mean by that, uh, <laughs> uh, I was applying for beer and wine tasting and I was given only wine tastings just Thursday from four to eight. My time was limited by uh, uh, one of the council members. And uh, I was not given the beer tasting uh, license just because it was not my day that day. <laughs> and uh, actually the type, uh, the uh, I think it's the 42 license, ABC, uh, allows you to do beer and wine tastings, but the restriction was put on me by the city council. Uh, maybe because I didn't have the gray hair, then looked a little too young, or uh, was not considered as responsible as BevMo, which is a bigger corporation. I'm an individual owner. Uh, so I think it's a really unfair uh, uh, for me to, if I wanted to go through the beer tasting license, I was told by the uh, 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 employees of the city that I have to go through the whole conditional use permit all over again and spend about 10,000 bucks to get that removed, that one condition removed. I just wanted to bring that to the attention of the uh, council members. And also, uh, uh, I think you, you were the one, I'm sorry, uh, Mr. Bill, that you brought up that, hey, how many more are coming? I think uh, it's, it's a good question. I mean, uh, it's too bad that city is looking at one CUP at a time. Uh, I think to decide which way the city is going. I thought, I thought that was a good point and I appreciate that. And uh, just approving this, I mean, uh, obviously it's up to you, but uh, think about it. We are right next, uh, about a thousand feet away from a swimming pool where a lot of kids are going to be there on a Saturday morning between 12 and four. That's when they're applying for their beer and wine tasting license. There is a one charter school, uh, right? I think they are more closer to them than they are to us. I think they are like a halfway point. So I mean, obviously the decision is yours, but I, I, I would at least ask for it to be fair and at least allow me to do beer tastings as well if you are going to give it to them. If they can do it uh, for two days, I was restricted to just one day, four hours, and I was strictly told that 
I would not uh, uh, be allowed to have even uh, for my employees to taste beer or they did not want to see any alcohol or another uh, beverage containers in that restricted area which was uh, required by ABC to build kind of and I think that's all and I'm, I'll, I'll, if you have any questions I'm more than happy to answer them thank you I just want to say for the record that there wasn't any discrimination against you for for being young for for being young or not gray or for any other reason that I don't I just wanted I think I speak for the entire commission those that were he there and not there that that had nothing I to mean, do with our decision area. at that we were time about, uh, sorry uh, we are about half a mile or maybe a mile apart from one another and then it's just it 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 almost feels like that you know the bigger corporate corporation is welcomed with open hands like, oh you want 10 days we'll give you 12 days please take a couple extra days you know would that be enough we don't want the rope to be too tight around your nose around your neck but when i apply for it they say no you cannot do beer tasting we will only give you for wine tasting because that's what you're asking for and we want to cut your license into half and if you want to apply it again go through an additional conditional use permit and spend another 10,000 bucks which is not within my means Okay, thank you. When the commission saw that, what, did we see both beer and wine at the time, or was it just the wine? It, was it presented to us with just wine? Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, this item isn't on the agenda, so I don't want us to spend too much time talking about it. Uh -huh. There was a specific condition by the Planning Commission put for wine only. So on we that. only we saw look, it. For we looked one. at it to see. Okay. So I, I don't think we should talk. It's not okay. on the agenda, but. Thank you. Okay. Are there any other public comments? Okay. Seeing none, we'll close the hearing and open up for commission um, discussion. Is there anybody that'd like to start? We've had a little bit of it so far, but. Sure. Commissioner sure. Walker. Um, process could be better on this um, I, I see the, the constraints but um, really if we're not just a rubber stamp up here stamping every applicant that comes in if we're supposed to have some some critical oversight I really don't see how we do that as these come up whenever because there is no no control or no process by which uh, we would know what's coming or when they're coming. Um, I I do think I'm I know where Willoughby's is and they are in the in the same general vicinity. It seems odd to me that stores that are doing uh, really the same type of business, maybe they're a different size, would have different regulations. That doesn't seem right to me. Even though that's not on the agenda, I think it's something that we should should deal with somehow. Either waive the fees for them to come back and amend their CUP or something. Um, but it's just I, I I think all the time we're trying to improve this planning process that we're involved in, and I think this is just another little thing, really, because we expect these kinds of um, conditional use permits in centers like this but still it seems like the the process could be improved somehow but um, 
I, I've been to other BevMo's. I don't, I don't really have any problems with them. I think they are a nice store. I'm sure they will do a lot of business. Um, so those are my comments. Thank you. Others? I'll go. Okay, thank you. In order. Um, first of all, as it pertains to BevMo, oh, I, I can remember every Friday beginning my 26-mile commute from San Francisco to Petaluma, um, stopping at BevMo on the way to make sure the weekend was at least worthwhile. And, you know, I can honestly tell you that the store is very well run. The educational process is very impressive. I think we bring a touch of, I'm not saying we should all drink, I think we bring a touch of education to the clientele that would make them come back more and spend their money here. So that's just personal. It's still, as Bill said, this is still an issue we have, and I agree with Heather, we shouldn't put it on the agenda by discussing it, but our hands are frequently tied. And that's why I address the fact, what do we do? And I think we should have put it on a future agenda where we actually discuss it openly. Can we put a time limit to find out how many more they're gonna be? What's realistic? If it's 90 days without a decision, we're not going to learn any more in 90 days. So I don't know if this is you know, a catch-22 or not. Um, as far as the application, I think it's very well done. Like I said, the store is very well run. The revenue would be very good for the city. And um, I didn't find any fault. I think it was an excellent presentation. Um, I, I feel sorry for Mr. Badia. I wasn't here, so I can take the fifth. But um, as far as the things that, that Dennis was saying, I don't think they really do go out of their way to have special events every week, because I think it would take away from the selling of the event. So if we do put it at 10, I bet we're or even or 12. I think it's not an issue. Um, other than that, no comment. Thank you. Others? Commissioner Harris? I, I echo the sentiments of my fellow commissioners. I, I too am troubled by the inconsistencies and I hope that we continue to have discussion and um, so that we can have fluid uh, decision making up here in this regard. And I too actually can plead because I wasn't on the commission either. Um, so I'm sorry about that circumstance. Um, I, I continue to uh, be concerned about the placement of the pool and the 360 church that is forthcoming in the proximity to that, but I have been to BevMo. Uh, I have shopped there, um, and uh, I will admit I must look over 50 because I wasn't carted when I went in. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, it is, and I think it'll be a, a, a great addition to the East Washington place, and um, uh, I, I echo the sentiments in terms of, you know, when is when? We just keep getting these licenses and they keep coming before us, and it, it puts us in a, a bit of a bind, and um, so um, I'm just hoping that we have a more thoughtful process as we go forward. Thank you. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Commissioner. <clears throat> a couple of points here to go back to what Commissioner Walpert said regarding the difficulty that the Commission faces when we're in the process of reviewing an application that is looked at one way and and we get a public comment uh, that's putting in our putting in front of us an inconsistency but it's because it wasn't reviewed in the same manner we didn't have all of the information in front of us at that time um, and not to bring that point back into this agenda, but 
I would agree with Mr. Wolpert's uh, position or opinion regarding a waiving of a CUP review on that on that particular we can't, uh, decision. We can't be talking. I, I'm just saying it was brought up, and I'm just uh, reiterating it. I would agree with that. Um, because I don't like seeing the inconsistencies myself, and that's one of the difficult things that we face up here when we do these reviews on a um, on a PCN on uh, on an individual applicant basis. So um, we do the best we can with the information that we're given, and it wasn't the commission that really made that decision. It was seems to have been made before the commission even got a before it even became to the commission. Uh, Regarding the the PCN for this project, um, I I do have a little bit of a a inconsistent. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering about the the process of a CUP being approved and a uh, the Type 21 and Type 42 licenses uh, being uh, approved also. And if there's any if there's any um, any order to that? Should one be? Should should if we're going to be deciding this, is it going to be all together or separately, and one before the other? Because do you need the CUP before the licenses can be issued, or do you have to have the licenses before the CUP is issued? You, you, there are two resolutions before you. One is for a PCN, and one is for a CUP. So we'd need the PCN first. You need the PCN first, mm -hmm. and then the CUP. Because okay. you can't issue the CUP okay. without and and the regarding the PCN itself, the acronym PCN for public convenience or necessity. Correct. Right. And I did. There's one point in the in the report here. I think in one of the resolutions where it's referred to um, convenience and necessity. And if you, um, I'll I'll find that for you and point it out later. But let's let's get that corrected because really is it a necessity is is not the point it's it's convenience so bevmo big store big company does a pretty good job for the communities that they're in and um i would support that thank you councilmember miller um uh, thank you for the presentation um i think it was a it was a an excellent presentation um I would, um, I think we're, the Planning Commission is going to see multiple um, applications come in as the shopping center fills. Um, you'll probably also see them with respect to the Deer Creek um, shopping center. Um, that's kind of just the way that these things go because that's how the shopping center fills up. You get a tenant, the tenant wants to go in, the space is ready, they put in their application and that's that's just how it how it plays out. There are lots of different kinds of alcoholic um, beverage licenses. If you look at the um, attachments to the packet and look at the license type, um, you can see um, there are 21s, there are 20s, there's 40s, there's 42s. There are lots of different types of licenses that encompass lots of different kinds of businesses. Restaurants have different licenses from the um, from a, a company like Bevmo or a company like Sprouts or Safeway. Um, so you know we're gonna we're gonna see these and they're gonna come in piecemeal because that's kind of I think how the process works um, whether we whether we like it or not um, with respect to this specific um, project uh, the only thing that I would want to have added into it is I would like to see a um, 
10 or 12 um, weekday event per year restriction put into the um, put into the CUP um, but other than that um, I think it's I think it's fine thank you um, I agree with most of the comments that have been made on the dais tonight um, I'm actually inclined to table this for 60 days and see what else comes out of Regency's development I mean just take the risk that we're not going to be automatically approving it I don't think I'm hearing besides the idea that there's not a specified limit on the special tastings that there's really an issue with what we're being put in front of us um, but so if you know if have 90 days passes I'm not sure it'd be the worst thing in the world from the Commission's perspective but I'm inclined to say well let's see what else and maybe that will help you know BevMo and Regency and others that are in that development kind of um, it doesn't need to be submitted together but at least give us some sense of what's going on in the next couple months so um, I don't know if that's even an option that we can do madam chair I would suggest yeah. that you give us uh, a few minutes to check with Ms. Borba about the date of the actual application okay because that may have been some time ago okay and the ABC 90-day period would govern okay thank you um, I'd also encourage um, use of the existing code to make a determination on the application before you okay um, and on that note if um, we are within that time frame I'd look at items 7 and 9 of attachment D relative to the compatibility or suitability of the proposed use with surrounding area and of public convenience or necessity and I would note that it's impossible to understand that context without understanding more about what is actually going in this area it would no I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry at me, I'm, so. I don't have to understand what you're saying <laughs> okay good okay um, we'll work that out when we have um, um, some days but as far as the um, you know regardless of when and if this is approved um, I do strongly agree that we should be specifying how many times per year and I think that should be done in the resolution itself it's not currently it's just in the staff report um, it can be added to condition 3 easily okay um, on condition 20 if we're allowed to there was um, agreement by the applicant to go to 60 days instead of 90 day limitation or you know for training so I'm not sure we can condition that if it's specifically 90 in the ICO um, the reason I was looking at it is I don't know how how regular you might want to I don't know how regular these programs are that ABC offers so this is a specific a specific program recognized by Department of by ABC okay. I I have no context on okay. if these are offered you know five days a week or but it, what I heard the applicant also say is that they do their own training before they before they okay. start working so it might okay. be that you could well that's that's a good point because if, if if the ABC only offers it once a year 90 days wouldn't even be enough I I just don't have that context to know if we're well if, if, the, if we don't have the context at all how was the how was the 90 days arrived at for this and for the ICO 
I, I, I'm not sure. I mean, okay. I'm, I'm assuming that's a standard ABC requirement that was carried over into the ISO. Well, then, okay, then perhaps the, perhaps this could be written in in um, in a way where the applicant does their training uh, at a standard that is equal to or greater than what the ABC offers, and that their employee would take the next available class at the ABC when it is offered. Madam Chair and Commissioners, for uh, consistency has been something that the Commission has been concerned about from application to application. And one of the ways to achieve that consistency is to use what's provided yeah. in the zoning ordinance okay. as, a, mm -hmm. as a requirement. Yeah. Thank you for that reminder. Okay. Um, Thank you. That's, that's, I agree. And on page 14 on condition 8, it's worded in a way that basically says it's really not located in the vicinity of schools, libraries, playgrounds, or churches, and that's just not true. So I just think for the record it should be clear that we're acknowledging that it is within the vicinity of those things and that if we you know, so desire we'll be voting to approve it anyway. And in that list should be a, a public swimming pool, the only public swimming pool. Well, the main one on in town. Has there been any? Um, this, oh, go ahead. We could. I, I was just thinking we could quantify. Am I on? We could quantify that a little bit. We do have some information on the closest, so you could say. Um, I mean, vicinity is somewhat subjective, right? It is. Um, so yeah. you could say it's within five hundred feet. Within five hundred feet of. Okay because I, I believe it's more than 500 feet to any of those type of okay. sensitive receptors from the BEVMO, so you could quantify that. Okay, I'd appreciate that. Uh, is there um, resolution on the days that we're, number of days in the, the application process we're in, or do we need to have a quick break? The application was submitted on December 27th. So March 27th. Yeah. Okay. And lastly, I mean, I think we can't really talk about what's been discussed by the public here, but I think that it is important that just as, um, as council has pointed out, that it's important for us to be consistent and using the ISO, and I think that somehow we need to come up with some sort of structure because given the ones we've approved and the ones we are potentially going to approve in the future, we need to have a structure of what is going to be acceptable so that we are fair. So I don't know how to do that, but I think it's important that we bring that back, th that specifically, because it, as it's been pointed out, Deer Creek, Regency, restaurants opening up in this track, that we're gonna have this problem. And I, I feel bad about that. So. Do we know that, is Deer Creek in the same census track? Redwood and Washington. No, I'm thinking Washington, I'm thinking that would be in a separate census tract. It, it, right. it appears it's in a different census yeah, tract. Yeah, so we don't know, uh, off the top of my head, I don't know if that census tract has uh, the same undue, undue concentrations or not. It will. So <laughs> we're getting there. 
It will. We're going to have the same. Um, we'll, we'll have it in a different census tract, but I, you know, there are enough places over by where Deer Creek is going to be that are are selling. Um, I mean, you've got all of Plaza North, Plaza South. I mean, there's there's a heavy, pretty heavy concentration in there as well. So, um, yeah. And I'm not sure I care what census tract it's in. I think I care that it's in our jurisdiction and that we should be being fair across that. So we have to figure out a way to do that. Um, you know, the public comment made tonight was from 2010, I believe, or nine. <laughs> so, and it may have been one of the first ones we looked at as far as having some sort of on-site tasting. So relatively new and we should revisit the whole issue without specifically referencing any particular project that isn't on the agenda tonight. Okay, those are my comments. I'd like to discuss just for a moment the, the weekdays, um, and I'm wondering why if the applicant says that they average about six special weekdays um, a year and we're we're suggesting tender twelve. Why why not be generous and say eight? I agree with that. I think she actually said she didn't think more than ten, mm -hmm. which is how that number got got in there. So uh, yeah, I, and I think the assumption was if you do twelve, then you've got one a month, and maybe you yeah. do you know one for Valentine's Day and one for St. Patrick's Day and one for tax day or April Fool's Day or whatever. Well, to be honest, I, I thought when I was thinking, reading the staff report and I was thinking back to the Willoughby's application and I'm clearly not remembering correctly and I didn't go back to look, but I was thinking that we had limited it by a number of tastings per month. So that, and so maybe, you know, I'm probably completely wrong, but there's that option too that, you know, if they want to switch a Friday for a Wednesday, then that's what that's their prerogative. I mean, I don't think that they're owed tasting, how many times a year is that, 104 tastings a year? That's what's being asked for plus 10. So I'm just saying that's another option is to say, fine, Friday, Saturday is an occasional, that's fine, but up to n X number per, per month or per year or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I, the, the issue too is the enforcement on that. Um, you know, if it's Saturday, Fridays and Saturdays from these hours, mm -hmm. it's a much easier thing to enforce. Right. Um, whereas if it's, you can have 124 a year, we don't, it's, it's right. virtually impossible for us to say, wait, right. you had your 124, no more for the rest of the year. Right. So just something yeah. to keep in mind. Okay. It'd be nice if we just had a little framework for this. <laughs> okay. How do we get to 124? Two, two a week times 52 weeks. So plus 104. Okay, yes. so 114. 10, 114. Sorry, my math okay. is off. But I agree with Commissioner Wolpert. I mean, it was, the applicant did state 10, but then it was also stated, well, this is our first one and we're six weeks into the year, and so we have one every, one, one every other month, so between six and ten and it, it, I mean it, it could also be that the you know the special event uh, could coincide with a Saturday or a Sunday you know so it's 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 concurrent it just happened to be the same day it may not be a hundred and fourteen 
could be fewer. But I, I, I the point made about the, um, you know, the controlling or, or the um, special, you know, the services that are needed, public services that are needed to monitor, is um, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. And how do you how do you bring that in? How do you um, make that a part of this so that it's um, that's workable for our public um, police services? Are you asking me? Uh -huh. uh, well, I think it's much easier to say uh, Saturday, you know, whatever it is, Friday, Fridays from 3 to 7 and Saturdays from 12 to 4. That's a lot easier for someone to be able to enforce. And then the occasional weekday, no more than 10, you know, we can work with that a little bit. We could ask BevMo at the beginning of each year to give us a list of the, what they're planning for their special events for that year or something like that. But to have it be a, a number, it's not like somebody's going to go out each right. day to verify whether they're holding a tasting that day. Right, so it right. makes it, it's really. <laughs> Ray might. <laughs> it's really putting a condition on it that we would not be able to enforce. Well, they right. let us know at the beginning of the year probably what days they're going to do. She's, uh, the applicant said that there were some cities that cut it down to six or some at ten or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't think it sounds like it's their bread and butter that will live and die. Mm -mm. So I think we can set whatever we want and tell us at the beginning of the year what it's going to be. I agree. Okay, are we ready for our motion? Yeah. Okay. I'll wait. Norman Craft a motion. So then um, I'd make a motion that the commission well, let me get to the resolution here. Make the determination of public convenience and necessity for the issuance of alcoholic beverage licenses uh, in attachment A <coughs> as written with the, um, was it in there where the conditions are? No. So that's the motion for the PCN. And we're going to do this concurrent, the same one motion. I would suggest taking them as separate. They're okay. two separate resolutions. Okay. Okay. So that motion is made. Second. Okay. All those in favor? Aye. Opposed? Okay. Seeing none. I should have said aye. Okay. And uh, what about the second resolution, and attachment B, for the CUP? The CUP to be approving the commission approving the conditional use permit with the changes that were discussed here um, regarding the number of days for special events within the year uh, being 10 days and that the um, Training period. Uh, we're we gonna. Were we gonna leave the training period? We're not gonna do anything with that. Yeah. Okay. So it was just the number of days for the special events, I believe, that we we discussed there. And so the motion would be to approve the conditional use permit with the number of days for special events being limited to ten per year, and the, and that 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 those days be um, be defined at the beginning of the year. And I think we have modifications to um, condition. 
three and eight, or is that the? No, I guess it's just eight for this. Which one? Which one? What was? Yeah, findings. Yes. Okay. Is there a second? Second. Um, all those in favor? Sorry. Aye. 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 Opposed. Okay. Seeing none, this um, both resolutions have passed unanimously. And the next item on the agenda is um, adjourn. So, all right, great. Aye. Thank you. <laughs> right. Thank you.